standing by now with a check of the latest news. WPTF News presents Regional Report, a digest of late happenings throughout the area. This is Bill Ellis. This is Jimmy Capps. For the nocturne, we send as our best. This is Bill Hope. This is Warren Barfield with Kingdom Scott at the organ and a program of familiar carols. Good morning, this is Phil Franklin. And this is J.C. Knowles with the North Carolina Collection on WPTF. I'm Mike Blackman, WPTF News. Good evening, I'm David Sherrill. This is Robert Hager, WPTF News. This is Bob Farrington. Good morning, everybody. Charlie Gaddy here with Ask Your Neighbor. Mario Gale here. Fess Parker, our guest this morning here at News Talk 680. Well, Jack Boston, that was a great introduction. Hey, everyone, great to have you with us. This is North Carolina's Morning News. I'm Brian Freeman on WPTF. Hello, I'm your friend Bart Rittner. Good afternoon. Welcome back to the Bob Butler Show. And this is Ned Champion reporting. And here is Carl Venters. WPTF is the voice that shares with its neighbors what it's like to be living the life of Raw. This is Charles Osgood wishing Mike Raley and Ann Clapp congratulations on the anniversary of WPTF's Weekend Gardener Program. This is Donna Mason on 680 WPTF. And I'm Dick Stork in the WPTF Record Vault. Good morning to you. Tom Kearney here. Johnny Hood on the Southern Farm Network. Well, howdy, everybody. I'm Hap Hanson. I'm Marlon Bowling reporting. I'm Ann Clapp. And this is a Tar Heel Gardener saying, keep them growing. Now, the WPTF Weekend Gardener with Mike Ann and Rufus. Hour number three of the WPTF Weekend Gardener. Mike Rayleigh here, along with uh, Nelson Cox, owner of the Garden Hunt. Pam Beck, who is uh, an author and lecturer. And are uh, you lecturing any place uh, soon? Don't have anything lined up right now, which is kind of nice because I can go out and garden, garden. in my own <laughs> my own land I, I you know i really enjoy these nice warm days we had this week oh, it was, just it was so perfect fun. wasn't it yes. yes yeah and of course uh brother rufus edmonston former attorney general and secretary of state and deputy chief counsel in the senate watergate committee and the current secretary general of gardening in north carolina which doesn't mean a thing <laughs> if you can't go out and smell the roses <clears throat> i've often <clears throat> said that in, in my Excuse public me. life i would have gone absolutely bats <laughs> And I had 
had I not had a garden mm-hmm. to retreat to. Yeah. And there's just nothing like it. Mm-hmm. I'm okay. going to sit out there today. I, I will have a big cigar in my mouth. <laughs> I, 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 I can't give up all the bad habits, but it, there's just nothing like having the serenity. I'm, I'm trying to do a, my next, uh, article on the, uh, or the Weekend Gardener magazine is the ancient trees at the place, mm. and the I've, I've, the of course the pecan trees, several oaks, several maples, crepe myrtles. Mm. How old is that crepe myrtle? I took your picture. Uh, uh, that that yeah. thing was was a mature when the house was built, according to the the lady across the street. And you often wonder how how much history could all these things tell you mm. about the hurricanes and. And I wonder if you you didn't have a china fir on your property, did you? No, I did not. Because that's like an old yeah. keepsake I plant. I tried to that grow one one from, time. Because yeah. uh, I, I, the, the the prettiest china fir I've ever seen is out at the the gardens. Uh, the the rose garden has got a china fir there that is so beautiful. And this is Cunninghamia. We're mm-hmm. talking yeah, about. Yeah, and I tried mm-hmm. to grow one, and it got up about five feet tall and just died on me. Huh. Odd. I've got I've got one in shade, and you've got a shady garden. Please yeah. please try it again. Yeah, I, I will. Yeah. yeah. By the way, while I'm at it, you you call me. Let let's do the cliff. <laughs> let's do the cliff joiner <laughs> saying of the day. You know, our brother Cliff that we visited yesterday yeah, with right. Edward Jones, a wonderful wonderful Nash County Nashville native home friend of Mike Rayleigh. Uh-huh. Here he goes. No act of kindness, no matter how small is ever wasted yeah Mm -hmm. how about that cliff could have said all of these things he could have said that yeah (laughs) yeah well we'll attribute it to everybody needs to meet cliff joiner or somebody like him once in their life so now let's do the rufus one Uh, don't take yourself seriously nobody else does (laughs) (laughs) well ain't that the truth jc knows we take him seriously good morning jc oh my no, you don't take me seriously. We sure do. I'm just one old country boy. Yeah, well, that's that's what most uh, country JC girls people and boys. are still talking about. Your participation in the Chitlin Club, and they said I could have sat there for another hour listening to JC. Uh, <laughs> well, we could have had a lecture after dinner. Uh, well, uh, at the club meeting uh, the other Sunday night. I sat at the same table with Walter Tibbet and his daddy. Do you know him, uh, Rufus? I I certainly do. And uh, I ate at Pam's yesterday, and they came up, both of them, and spoke to me and told me how much they enjoyed the Chitlin Club. And I put them on my North Carolina Minute mailing list, and they said they're getting it. And uh, Walter Jr. said, you know, I've already learned something from you. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I, yeah, I love so reading that every day. It's quite nice for them to come over and, and speak. I really appreciate it. So is that where you hold court, J.C.? Yeah, is that Pam's? Every Friday. I hold court there every Friday. All right. Yeah. And we get there about 12 o'clock, and anybody wants to, uh, Steve McLaurin, he, he takes me because I can't drive. He's a good man. Anybody who wants to join us, we'd be we'd love to have you. And and there's nobody who knows how to park better than Steve McLaurin. <laughs> <laughs> I tell you. 
right. Uh, oh, I love what it. What year was the uh, Chitlin Club found? You know, off top. Nineteen forty-seven. Nineteen forty-seven. Well, I'm working on that poster, of, uh, Pam's, and it's going to read, as if you approve, Pam's Farmhouse Restaurant, home of the Wake County Chitlin Club, Rufus Edmondson, the Great One. And then founded, and you said 1947. That's uh, what we were. Yeah, told. That's what we were told by the by the uh, car red line or car Scott. And I'll probably have it all made and put up in the restaurant next Friday. Well, it sounds good to me. I, I, yeah. we'll try to be there for the dedication on that. Maybe, maybe JC, you ought to say founded by Governor Car Scott or former yeah. Governor Car Scott. All right. Okay. That's K E R R, isn't it? Just like the Car Scott Building in yeah. Car Lake. Yeah, okay. I sure will. I'll put that on yeah, there. Because we got to give give uh, him credit. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely, because it's grown over the years. And uh, I had another couple uh, to, uh, let's see, where I forget where. Oh, I was at the Exchange Club meeting, and they were there. And uh, they were shouting honors to how much they thoroughly enjoyed the Chitlin Club. Were they doing any other shouting? Or? Yes, somebody with. Uh, <laughs> and and then I had one man to come up to me. This has been, uh, oh gosh, probably a month, a little more ago. He came up and spoke to me, and I told him, I said, I'm J.C. Knowles. He said, oh, I know who you are. You used to have a program on WPTF sure every did. night. And That's right. To you all the time. That's why you're on our Hall of Fame. That's right. I thoroughly enjoyed it. Well, let me get off so my other folks can come on, but uh, this couple invited their elderly pastor to dinner. And while they were in the kitchen getting the, the, the food ready, uh, the preacher sitting in the living room with a little boy, and he said, Son, what are we having for dinner? And the little boy said, Goat. And the pastor, Goat, are you sure? <laughs> He said, yeah, because I heard Daddy tell Mother this morning at breakfast, today was as good a day as any to have the old goat for dinner. (laughs) (laughs) That's a good one, J.C. I'll mark that down. A couple changed churches. (laughs) Segway in here. Have a good day. All right, buddy. Thanks, J.C. All right. J.C. And that right there is why plants go to therapy. Yeah. <laughs> to get to the root of the problem. Oh, no, let's not start that. There you go. We don't start. We don't need there that. There you go. All right. You need to. You and Richard need to get together. No, that's a big no. Richard, Richard's way above us. That's right. He, I think he's, he's an engineer. So. Yeah, he's a smart guy. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, 919-860-9783, if anybody would like to follow jc knows <laughs> yeah yeah it's hard hard to do uh 919-860-wptf is our our uh, number or call letters and uh pam so uh you don't have anything in, in the future talk more about the um the greenville arboretum and and your lecture oh down there because that was fairly recent yes that was um just the end of last month and and i had the pleasure of being a speaker for them for a saturday morning event that was open to the public and this was a fundraiser for the pitt county arboretum and that is maintained by the master gardeners and i had the 
opportunity to speak about the gardens and gardeners I love from North Carolina. And some are uh, friends who have left us many years ago and who are near and dear. And and some are um, very active Exciting gardeners, and I hope I, you didn't say that your one of your friends, Rufus Evans, has left left us some no, time ago. No, no, I said that Linda and Rufus were uh, <laughs> very active and and uh, showed some photos I had taken of your garden when it was in full flower. Um, I guess it was just last year or so, and uh, beautiful. And I had the opportunity to talk about the WPTF Weekend Gardener, but it's fun to talk about these great gardens we have in this state. We are so blessed. I would dare say every single county has at least one garden somewhere that ought to be featured and i know that our state magazine does a a very good job of of covering that too but we are especially heavy in good gardens in the triangle where we live in the triad once you get over to winston-salem and kernersville and and Greensboro and High Point, that whole area over there is heavy with good gardens. Mm-hmm. And then you get into the mountains, and oh. you, every single town has something extraordinary. I'm a real fan of of the town of Blowing Rock, for instance, um, the municipality there, all around their public buildings and parks. It is, it's a feast for the eyes. Disney could not do anything mm-hmm. better than the they Daniel do. Daniel Boone Gardens in Boone. Yes, sir. They're Next fantastic. to the Horn in the West. Absolutely. And Pam, you're the one to do it. Somebody needs to do a book on the the public gardens of North Carolina and some other It'd other have ones. To be it There's to, so many great. It yeah. needs to be you, you well, to do that. And and many years ago, Peter Lower wrote mm, a book. I was just getting ready to ask. Yeah, about yeah. Him. Peter had um, a, and he is a, a garden writer and illustrator and teacher who lives in Asheville. And he right. had done a book, and it was sold for a while. I think at maybe the history museums, and it was available. But you know, um, it's. It's getting it's getting a publishing house to see the merit that you and I see because when I travel, I want to know where the good gardens are. I want to I want to go see. Yeah. You know, I want to see what other people have found to be exciting and all. But you'd have to go to every single county, and you'd have to, which would be a treat to go to all one hundred. Carl Gertz, <laughs> WPTF former announcer, did and, wow. and a guy who did created uh, State Magazine back in the thirties. Isn't wow. that wonderful? He went to every courthouse. Every courthouse in, the, in the state. Yeah. yeah. Wow. I love yeah. Peter's book, uh, The Winter Garden. Yes. Yep. Yes. And um, he is is still teaching. He is in his. Um, I believe it's late eighties. And he is still teaching wow. uh, botanical illustration, art, uh, f- art history, film history, and um, he leads some of the um, the Rhodes Scholar type tours when uh, people come to the mountains and they want to s- go on a walk, a hike, and have things identified. The man is genius, an incredible man. He's written over um, over two dozen uh, very serious gardening books in his lifetime, and he's a real state treasure. And you know, not many people know no, him, but tap- he he spoke at Nelson's Garden Hut. We years we ago. had him do yes. um, a book signing along with some other greats, including Pam. Um, and you know, he and also have had the privilege to be on a bus with him, as you yes, were saying, yeah. touring us around 
um, gardens in that area. But yes, I mean, he has a book on ornamental grasses and the, the winter garden you were mentioning and uh, native plants of, of North Carolina and Western North Carolina. And I, I believe we still have a few of his books in our shop for sale, but he he is a not he is he is amazing he is he is um possibly become an untapped resource in the last 15 or so years and um he began as an illustrator he had a gallery in soho when he lived in new york his his father was an illustrator as well and he met his wife jean who's also an illustrator and and uh, author of children's books. Um, I wonder how many illustrations they have on the wall in there. They're fantastic. Yeah, His home I is wall to wall. They're just they fantastic. Yeah. Well, since his last book, though, so many gardens just have just grown up organically. Yes. In these places, uh, that there's a book in you there if you have time <laughs> and the resources to do it. Uh, it would take a while. It would take a while, but um, full of it, pictures, though. Yeah, I had to narrow down. I had a hundred and thirty some odd slides, and I had I, that was my narrow that's, down list. That's um, so hard. Yeah, because I had over an hour to speak. So um, yeah, it was. It's how do you how do you ignore the the Raleigh Little Theater Rose Garden? And just focus on the bigger ones like the Ralston or, you know, now Dix is going to have a garden up there. And, and what, it, right now their mm. daffodils are blooming. For those of you oh, wow. who don't know um, that property. And that's right around the corner from you. Oh, absolutely. Rufus. Yeah, it's going to be fantastic. So, yeah, how do you choose when, when there's so many little pocket gardens that are done by garden clubs? The master gardeners are so active in this area, there are church gardens that are feeding the hungry. There's a seeds garden in Durham that serves the under-serviced um, areas. And not only does it teach the young people how to garden, but it also teaches them how to market their food once they grow it and also how to prepare it. So it teaches them nutrition as well. So we are really the, the food blessed bank here. The has, has a beautiful garden out on the Dover Farm Road where the McNair's Riding Stable is, right. for instance. Yep, that's another one. And there's one right around the corner from Mordecai, you know, mm, as yes. you go uh, down Peace Street. Yeah, how would you leave Mordecai out, too? Y- y- well, that, I, I can't. That's where I started. You know, yeah. that that was the garden that I started in. That that's, where when I, that's when I met you. That's house over that's there. That's right, that's right. The, the, where, when she was the planner, the city planner for Raleigh, North Carolina, her office was in that little Andrew... Johnson Johnson House. Uh-huh. Yeah. Isn't that amazing when yeah. you think that we're we're Such all connected. Amazing. We're yeah. all connected. And, yeah. I, and yeah. I have a plant from there. I can't remember which one it is from the Mordecai Garden. It could be an herb. They do a lot of herbs. Well, and we had roses too. Yeah. And uh, figs. Figs. Figs, yes. Figs, yeah. grapes, um the the roses um Mutabulus was right outside the fence. That's an old heirloom rose that has Orange buds that opens to hot and pale pink. I think I dated Mutabulous one time. Was that school? I don't know. That was when you were in military school. That was in military school. (laughs) More of the weekend gardener coming up here in WPTF. It's ten (laughs) twenty-six.
Let's get back to the WPTF Weekend Gardener with Mike, Ann, and Rufus. We're back on WPTF at 1033. Mike Rayley here along with Rufus Edmonston and Pam Beck and Nelsa Cox, owner of the Garden Hut. And uh, we got Richard. Hey, Richard. Hey, hey Ru- good morning, folks. Yes, sir. So my question is fig trees. What kind do you have? What variety? Um, I'm I'm pretty sure they're the brown turkey. They're 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 well established trees. Uh-huh. And um, one looks like it's in really bad shape, but I, I you know a little bit of reading that I've done that you can basically prune these things like crazy and they'll come back. But um, I don't know if I want to do that now because there are buds starting to form on them. So how much pruning can I do now? And ideally, one is the best time to prune. I I usually prune uh, my figs back in in August September, um, so they'll flush out uh, breaking in the spring. But um, I, I don't feel like it's too late for you to prune them if you need to take some of the height or branch load off of um, off of them. So you know, better to do it now that they're dormant and deciduous than when they're full of leaves. Sure. So anything that's growing straight up or maybe straight down, anything that crosses. Yes. And then just trimming back the, the, the main leaders and stuff like that a little bit just to keep them from getting overweighted and breaking off. Correct. Of course, I don't think you should be too scared, Richard, about I, I have over 100-year-old fig trees. And when they get a little bit, uh, the wood looks older. I cut it pretty close to the ground. Now, I know that I'm going to wait a couple of years before I get figs again, but it's amazing what a fig tree will do. I, do, I don't think you can kill one. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, from what from what I'm reading and Googling and stuff like that, yes, that's true. Um, but I could never, like I said, I could never find anybody to say when is the, ideally the best time. And, and then, of course, here in the spring with them starting to bud already, I'm going to just I just didn't want to lose a lot of the figs. Well, I'm I'm the same way right now. I've got some I want to cut off, but I'm going to go ahead and let those go because I can't bear to not have the fruit on those those things. And then, as Nelson said, in September and even later, I'll cut that back. But I'm waiting on mine, so I I wouldn't I wouldn't cut it off now just just to satisfy my own desire to have it grow figs. Sure. All right. Well, I appreciate your guys' time. Well, thank you very much for calling about fig. Everybody loves figs. There's nothing. Mm-hmm. Like by the way, I have Celeste. Yeah. Which are oh, bigger. You guys have a great day. For, thank Pam, you. Pam's thank you very daughter. much, Richard. Yeah. I, I like I like the Celeste better than I do the brown turkey. Well, it's a bigger fruit. And I found that most people around here have brown turkey. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like the Celeste. I like the boy that fruit. Pam has Celeste. Yeah, my daughter's name. Yeah. Yeah. So do you have yeah. a, uh, a Celeste fig tree? I also tree? have a Celeste I fig bet tree. you yeah. do. <laughs> I had to. Uh-huh. I'm a good mama. <laughs> so, See, it gives the yellow jackets and the squirrels and others more to eat. Well, isn't that <laughs> Celeste not, does. some of our favorite uh, insects and animals? So. <laughs> yeah. Mike is in Hillsboro. Mike, good morning. You're on WPTF. Good that, morning. That, How are you today? We're great. How's everything in historic Hillsboro? 
it's still historic. It sure is. Getting older by the day. Our uh, our church is having their vestry retreat at the Hillsborough Inn this year. They may have oh, already. Well, had, I guess they've already that. had it, but uh, yeah, that's a. I'm so glad that that's been renovated. It's a mm-hmm. wonderful place. It looks very nice. It's, yeah. uh, it's uh, wonderful that uh, they restored that. It sure place. is. So it was so popular for so many people who got married there and had the wedding receptions there. Oh, I know. I'm glad they didn't tear it down because it was on the verge of being raised. Yeah, yeah Mike, I, I was when I was at Carolina uh, from 59 to 63, I would save up a lot of money to go up there sometimes on the Sunday afternoon for the uh, Carol for the the big wonderful fried chicken buffet. I've done that. Oh my 19, goodness, it was so good. May of 1973. Wow. Yeah. I remember I don't know why I remember that yeah. so vividly. I ate with that was when I was at Camp Chestnut Ridge as a lifeguard and uh I met Melissa uh the next day. Wow. Oh great. Sure did. That was the day we ate there uh, the day before the rest of the counselors came out. I came up early. Well, see, there's another great garden that could go in Pam's book that's right there. Yep. Oh, Montrose. Yeah. yeah. Oh, there's my Nancy. goodness. And, yeah. and, mm-hmm. and Mount Air as well. And, um, yeah, it, there's some fabulous gardens. So, Mike, uh, how can we help you today? Yeah, we well, got off on I have a question for Pam Beck. Oh, um, okay. I have uh, I had a picket uh, fence. Uh, that I had uh, a row of Nellie R. Stevens hollies mm. uh, along that fence. And the hollies got so that they were hard to manage, um, and I just sort of lost my interest in using them as a hedge or a privacy uh, fence. And I took them out, and I put some rose bushes in there, mm. uh, the multi-blooming rose bushes. Mm-hmm. And... I've decided I've had it with roses. <laughs> <laughs> You're my kind of gardener. You get tired of something, they are you just let it go. Unish, picky unish. Yeah, they take a lot of care. Yeah. And uh, well, I mean, even you know the floor, the floor abundance yes. and the hybrid teas. Yeah. When the new multi-flowering ones came out, everybody said, "Oh, these are basically take care of themselves." No. Not. No. no. Not, not even knockouts. No. 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 So what I'm thinking about. And I want to get your opinion. Is some of the dwarf uh, gardenias? All right. Uh, so you are going from something that's very, very tall to something that was very, very floriferous, and now you're going down to something that's uh, very, very short. Um, tell me what the conditions are. Is this sun or shade? It's going to be more sun than shade. Okay. It's a little protection from uh, a couple of. Um, uh, trees there uh the flowering tree um but not a lot it's mostly sun all right um here's here's my question is you've you've more than likely have some difficult soil if you're in hillsborough is that true well we have clay yeah <laughs> it has to be amended with uh, uh pine bark and probably black cow Okay, you know, that's that's a good start if you're willing to do some amending. Um, the dwarf gardenias normally um, are recommended for more shade than sun, but there are some really nice, hardier, when you say dwarf, are you looking at, you want something 
four feet and lower or or two feet tall or how? Well, the ones that I've been able to do research on, they're about three, they go up to about three feet. Okay, are um, you looking at... Double, there's one called Double Mint that I'm interested okay, in. Okay, I don't know that one, but I can tell you Frostproof is a very good one. Nelsa, you may be selling um, some dwarf gardenias. Yeah, that, we, we, we do have the Double Mint and Chuck Hayes and Climbs Hardy and, mm-hmm. um, you know, some of the newer ones, um, uh, Prince Charles and... Yes, uh, yes that's a good uh, one. What's the other one? Um, shoot, there's another one we have. Um, that our friend Prince Charles is the fall blooming and, and yeah, spring. Yeah, and spring. Yeah. 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 So there are several, but um like Pam was saying, um if you're getting, you know, some late hot afternoon sun, I mean in plus uh, you know, plus I'm not sure how many feet or you know, you mentioned hedge row, um, then you you may wanna not We're just do about twenty feet. Okay. So it's you know, a long hedge of gardenias, and they could end up looking rough after that winter cold that we had. My daughter's in Hillsboro, and some of her gardenias look pretty bad right now. Yeah, um, so I think everything looks bad right now. Well, I, I, I would, I would products. strongly recommend that you plant a variety of things Thank to you. make a hedge. Yeah, yeah, yeah so that's, that's what I was trying to fact, get I'm, at. I'm writing, uh, my article is about, about that, about uh, blinds, barriers, and you know, hedges. But, um, you know, just another uh, plant to to maybe have you look at, but there's a, a little dwarf viburnum that I promise you it, it flowers like six to eight months out of the year. It's um, one of the uh, doctor, or, or excuse me, um, the J.C. Ralston Arboretum Select mm-hmm. Plants, um, but it's, it's a dwarf viburnum. It's called, um, you know, uh, Ralston's uh, dwarf viburnum. So that's another great one um, to maybe you got consider. Snowball it, like blooms? No, it's um, it's more of a, a little cluster, but yeah. um, little little cluster panicle, but mm-hmm. uh, extremely fragrant, uh, or excuse me, um, uh, flowering. Yeah. And yeah. so I would consider something like that in addition to maybe um, you know maybe do three camellias and three viburnums and. You know, and then three gardenias or something right, like right. that, just so that you are mixing it up in case one doesn't do well, then the other one could fill in. That's a great idea. I may do that. Well, it's not going to look as orderly, which people like, but uh, it I think it'll uh, be well, more interesting. And these will be a lot less work than roses. Trust yeah. me. Yeah. You, you, once they're in, just, just water them well that first year. And, um, yeah, you, I think they'll, they'll they do They won't hurt as bad when you run into them, too. And that, too. Yeah. Clearly. <laughs> All right. Thank you, people, and uh, y'all have a great weekend. Thank, Thank you, Mike, Mike, very much. Bye-bye. You know, bye bye. Life has all kinds of warning lights, but uh, your your vehicle certainly does too, and you don't want to ignore any of them. Uh, it could lead to serious problems. So, this is a valuable tip from uh, King's Auto Service. Take if you get a check engine light that comes on your dash, uh, you know you may have a problem of some kind. It could could be simple. Maybe a, a loose gas cap, it'll do that uh, if you don't uh, tighten it properly. So uh, take care of that. Go to King's Auto Service and uh, 
they have all the machinery and all the uh, work skills to handle it. And they can immediately diagnose the problem and fix it for you. And if you have a, a hybrid vehicle, more and more people are buying hybrids. They have certified hybrid technicians at King's that uh, can diagnose and give you available options for a high-voltage battery pack replacement if you need one uh, for less than the dealer will charge to replace it. And this could be uh, somewhere around 150,000 miles, could be a little before or a little after. Call King's on Monday and schedule a courtesy battery analysis or most anything else uh, for your car, SUV, or pickup truck. King's Auto Service, easy to find at 1039 Northwest Street in downtown Raleigh and at kingautomotive.net. King's Automotive Service, Raleigh's most reliable auto care since 1946. More of the Weekend Gardener coming up on WPTF. It's 1046. You're listening to one of the longest-running radio shows in the country, the WPTF Weekend Gardener with Mike, Ann, and Rufus. And I think we've, we've pretty much run it into the ground. I don't know how John would John Harris would feel <laughs> you know, about it. this is a garden it. show. If you're going to do something, put it in the ground. Yeah, so that's that's exactly <laughs> what we have done, The long, this longest-running. It's actually 78 years old uh, because John Harris started in 1945. And this is just an extension of his show. We didn't keep the name out of respect to John. He was the Tar Heel Gardener. So, all right. Uh, Steve is in Gardener. Steve? Yeah, you guys were reminiscing a while ago about uh, the, the, the lack of home gardening. Back when I was uh, in my 20s, PBS used to have a show called um, the, uh, victory garden huh victory the victory garden, garden. Mm-hmm. yeah we've had uh, a couple of those people on that show i think inspired a lot of people to garden in their home and i miss it yeah i do too well i miss the almanac gardener too mm-hmm. that yeah, uh and kim the, powell the, used the to do problem one problem now is if they had it on, it would be in the morning conflicting with you guys. And I'd rather. I well, you could listen to us and watch them, too. Yeah, and this uh, can be streamed and podcast. You, know, that's so, yeah. right. Thank you for mentioning that. We, yeah. If you Apple Podcasts or, or however you want to get it, uh, we have podcasts, and uh, you can listen listen back online, too. But you're, you're right, yeah. That was a great show. It was, and I had the pleasure of uh, meeting Jim Wilson, and I think you did Jim, as well. Jim did a couple yep, of uh, shows yeah. with us. Yeah, he's a fine he gentleman. He was a great gentleman, and I was really sorry yeah, when he the passed away. The original host of that show was a, was a hoot to watch. So. Yeah. Yeah, okay. I'll let you guys they, know. They, so. Yeah, they started expanding uh, and, and had several several hosts after a while. And uh, Roger Swaim, um, the mm. gentleman who was from New England, um, who mm. wore the the plaid shirts and the suspenders, he he was also uh, part of that show. And and we had some great shows like The Gardener's Notebook with Erica Glazner out of Atlanta. Mm. Right. You know, the, the old shows were, were something. I don't – do we yeah. have a – PBS have any garden shows now? I don't, I don't know that they do. That's a shame. 
Because Bryce Lane's is off, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, um, that's true. Yeah, yeah. In the Garden with Bryce, had a nice, yeah. nice run, but uh, and I know Jim Putnam does the little hort tube stuff. He does yeah. a nice job. Yeah, he does a All great right. job. Yeah, yeah he, he does. does. Well, nice it's the most popular too. hobby there is. I can't. I don't know why they mm-hmm. don't have something. And they, they surely they could find sponsors. Well, well, who don't knows? Run. I don't run a TV station <laughs> or a network. So, thank you, Steve. Bye, guys. Bye. Marcus is in Chapel Hill. Hey, Marcus. Hi. Yes, sir. How can we help you today? Yeah, I'm a friend of Rufus. He and I went to uh, high school together in Bermuda's. But my question is about alcoholism and plants. And uh, I'm a fan of the paper whites that uh, are so aromatic in the winter. Yeah, they sure are. They tail that you should put whiskey in your paper whites so that the stems don't get fragile and uh, <laughs> stiffens them up. Rufus, did you hear that? I know uh, Marcus is from Boone, yep. and he kn- he knows all about the gardening up there. And the, uh, he's very true about alcohol and, and the paper whites. They, they will keep up longer and smell better, and I think they are alcoholic. Do you, uh, I mean, do they like vodka or bourbon best? They do not like bourbon. They don't like bourbon. Mm-hmm. Okay. Just straight whiskey? Whiskey, how much? No, they, they, they do, do like vodka. Do, do the clear liquor. What about an old-fashioned bourbon nope. and water? Nope. Nope. <laughs> no. okay. It's better to use, if you're going to use any, uh, you know, my theory on this is enjoy the bourbon, or I'm sorry, the whiskey yourself or the vodka or the gin or whatever, and just Give your paper whites water, um, but yeah. you know, oh, no. <laughs> now pour a drink for me, man. No, 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 no. <laughs> well, Marcus, uh, so you went to high school with Rufus? We did. No, I'm a little bit older than he is. Yeah, but, but I won't tell you some of the shenanigans he pulled. Oh my gosh! Even back then, you know, Rufus, they were even worse. Than you just me. have too much personality. That's yeah. all there is to it, Marcus. <laughs> Yeah, he's from a good family. Marcus is from a good family. Well, they ought to have about four or five streets named after Rufus up there. That's all I got to say. Well, there's an Edmiston Road over near Tweetsie. Is that? That's that's a distant relative. Well, see, this distant relative stuff doesn't count. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, well, Marcus, I, I, is this the first time you've ever called us? Marcus? Well, Hello? Yeah. Is this the first time you've ever called? No, I've called several times. Okay, good. Well, keep Story calling, and I, I appreciate you listening very, very much. He, he is a gardener. Marcus is a gardener. I, I don't doubt it. Don't doubt it a bit. Will you take care and uh, give our best to everybody there in uh, Liberty Hill? All right. Thank you. Have Bye-bye. You too. All right, uh, 919-860. I heard a Moorhead Scholar call it that one time. Liberty Hill. Yeah. Mm -hmm. The Fertile Crescent. That's what he called it. (laughs) Well, I'm I'm all for Nelson. She's all worried about NC State this weekend. I'm not worried about about them at all. Not at all. I'm just ready for them to get a tiger by the tail. Get her done. Get her done. Man, I don't know. Uh, a wolf know, and a tiger. That's huh. right. So when we when we matched up with our deacons on Wednesday, they did the the forty year special um, 
with you know Derek Wittenberg and Alvin Battle. Some of the gosh, I can't some of the believe old, it's been that long. That was marvelous. That, I, I, I texted Derek and I said, Derek, you look great. They all looked wonderful. Well, they just they great. looked great. Uh, it's so fun to see them, and it is hard to believe the forty years and those that are are not with us, but they. They seem to uh, form the opinion that the team that is now playing reminds them of that Ooh. that ninety yeah. team championship oh team. Wow. So I'm I'm uh, I put on an NC State sweatshirt this morning. I said uh-uh, I tore it off. I'm I'm so religious. I'm like I haven't worn my state clothing during their basketball games at home. So I'm like uh-uh, I took it off and so I've got my running shirt on. But um, <laughs> Garden hut clothes, but you know, uh, Derek is very involved in so many charities. Yeah, and helped for years with the JVKK. Was a dear friend of our friend uh, Crockett Long, and he is is dedicated to a lot of a lot of charitable causes. And I appreciate working with him. And, and I, I have a basketball that I don't know whether you're. I saw it. Mike, you ever seen the yeah, little yeah. Renzo Charles? Yeah, yeah. That that is a keeper. When, yeah, I, I I wondered why. I mean, we talked about that. You, you you said why do you have this? Right. Well, I I had a chance to get it and got there it. There you go. So people like you could look at it. Could make fun of you. I yeah. just uh, I just had a little uh, message here from Stan. He said he was in uh, Lewisburg Thursday, out on four hundred one, and he saw three dead skunks. Ooh. Yes. And he yes. he says um, he. He says people who have chickens are saying skunks actually kill their chickens. Yes, they will. And the reason you're seeing skunks right now is this is mating season. And so they're out and about. They're looking for love in all the wrong places. <laughs> <laughs> well, my, my neighbor has chickens and has had a skunk visit. Yeah, yeah. Ugh. Do you much, have skunks? Much, yeah, much more dangerous than foxes. You knew skunks in your political career, didn't you? Oh. Stan, thanks for that. That's a that's a good way to end the show. I think talking about skunks. (laughs) It's part of gardening. Chicken killing skunks. (laughs) Skunks and drunk daffodils. (laughs) Paper whites. Yeah, that's right. Hmm. You know, you take those take those paper whites and put them back out in the ground. Mm -hmm. You know, that's about three weeks. You grow you a bottle of bourbon. Strain that water they're in. I didn't waste any any, any vodka on them. There. You could have your uh, sweet potato and marshmallow garden right there in, <laughs> in the same spot too. <laughs> How about yeah. that? Well, I, I uh, you have any? Thank you. When are you all open today? Until what time? We're open until five today. Um, would love to see you. We have our store beautifully redone and lots of indoor house plants and all right. succulents, all kinds of goodies. We love you, Miss Pam. Thank you. It's a joy to be here. Brother Rufus, we'll see you next week, buddy, and we'll plan our next road trip. Absolutely. <laughs> all right. We love you, too, all of you uh, listening this morning and our callers, and uh, have a great weekend. Have a safe weekend.